We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. is going on Colts Nation welcome back to another episode of bring the juice guys by the title of the video you see it we're gonna break down the Indianapolis Colts studs and duds for week two now obviously after a big win against a divisional opponent and especially when you blow them when you beat them by double digits there's gonna be a lot more studs than there are duds in this honestly there's very few duds that I can even name so I mean, of course, but we got to talk about it still. We have a lot of studs in this, but we'll go ahead and hop right into it, guys. First things first, the first stud for today's game, I'm definitely going to mention Shane Steichen. First win as an NFL head coach, and Shane Steichen had this team ready to go against this Houston team. And the great part is, is, Shout out to Locked On Colts podcast. Zach Hicks mentioned this on his show. And he mentioned how Shane Steichen deserves to be mentioned in this because the game plan that Minshew had going out there was not the same game plan that they had for Anthony Richardson. You're not running the same plays with Anthony Richardson as you are with Minshew. So they had to devise a whole new game plan around Gardner Minshew's skill set and how they could approach the offense. And it still was just as effective, if not more effective, than when Gardner Minshew went out on the field. So Steichen has to deserve a lot of credit for game planning against a defense that, again, D'Amico Ryan's being there definitely gives you an edge. But Steichen had a great game plan for both quarterbacks and it was firing on all cylinders. So that's a great way of going about it. And of course, I mentioned his name already, Gardner Minshew, definite stud, went 19 to 23, almost 200 yards, a touchdown in there. I mean, how much better could it possibly have gotten? Gardner Minshew was, you know, firing on all cylinders, did a fantastic job of stepping in, not losing the momentum, and continuing to thrive with the Colts' offense. Zach Moss is another one. The Colts had a horrendous week one running the football, right? And, of course, we know that this front, the front seven for Jacksonville is clearly much better 
than what it is against the Houston defense. But nevertheless, you were still able to get a lot better production out of Zach Moss than you were with your running back group from week one, right? Same amount of rushes, really, but pretty much quadrupled the yards. It was pretty much quadruple. I mean, that, that's insane. I mean, he had 18 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown, nearly averaging five yards a carry. Zach Moss was imposing his will on a banged up Texans defense and was able to pound the rock and move the offense forward with all these great runs that he had. The offensive line gets huge kudos. Again, like I mentioned, not as powerful of a, of a defensive line as what you had with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But if you think back to what happened last year, I believe the Colts gave up three or four sacks last year against that defense from Houston in week one. So to go from that situation to not giving up any sacks all game and only giving up one QB hit all game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That is a huge kudos to the offensive line for figuring out how to block very efficiently. And they were able to even open up a few run lanes to allow Zach Moss to do what he does, which is get down the field and run hard. And that helped throughout the game. We can't just say Zach Moss was at, was the only one involved in this. The offensive line was giving him some, some holes, a little bit of light, to be able to get some consistent four or five yard runs, which is what you need to move the ball down the field. I could go a little further with some of the pass catchers. I don't know, like, it's hard to just give it to all of them because everyone kind of did a little bit of everything to kind of move the chains. If I had to pick one person out of the, all the pass catchers to give as a stud, I would take Will Mallory. Will Mallory, who was inactive week one, just because of a healthy scratch. And then this week comes in because of Drew Ogletree being out. And Will Mallory has two big catches that moved the chains both times and had the biggest catch of the day on a 43-yarder. So great to see Will Mallory getting brought in there. Defensive line has to get huge kudos. He had five different sacks from defensive linemen. And that was Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner, Taven Bryan, Samson Ibukum, and I 
don't remember who the other one was, but even Dio Dangbo had a forced fumble in that one as well. So the defensive line feasted on an offensive line that was completely drained of odd starters, but you did exactly what you were supposed to do, which was dominate the line of scrimmage on both ends. And that's exactly what the Colts did. Also, major shout out to Samson Ibukum because he was the one that was initiating a lot of the pressure on the quarterback, has been throughout the majority of the two weeks so far. So great to see Samson Ibukum doing well so far this season. Defensive-wise, last couple of guys here, you have to do Franklin and you have to do speed. There's just no question about it. These two right now are playing at an all-time great level. EJ Speed is staying out there on third down, you know, helping to make sure he's the one out on pass downs, literally filling the role of what Bobby O'Karake was for this team, and Zaire Franklin just killing it. Again, he has 30 tackles on the year, leads the league in tackles right now, so Zaire Franklin's killing it. From a, a dud standpoint, Truly, there was one only real dud when it came to this game, and it was mainly Daryl Baker. Daryl Baker was definitely getting targeted a lot in that game against the Houston Texans. He was mainly in charge of guarding. It was Nico Collins, and Nico Collins was averaging 20 yards a catch. And it wasn't just like Nico Collins had an 80-yarder and then only had six catches for 50 yards. No, every single catch seemed to be 10, 15, 20 yards every time he caught it. And most of the time, that was on Daryl Baker. I could mention the secondary in general because they weren't all entirely great. But for the most part, it was mostly Daryl Baker who was getting torn apart because Kenny Moore had a few good plays out there. While Dallas Flowers may have been targeted a few times, Dallas Flowers was able to make some better tackles, but Daryl Baker was struggling, and that that's going to be a concern going forward. I don't even really want to put this player because of it, but knowing how much of an impact he could have, I, I'm just going to put Shaq Leonard here. Again, I'm not saying that I mean, all in all, he had three tackles. I mean, Shaq Leonard just really wasn't much of a contributor when it came to tackle and numbers-wise in this game. And it kind of stinks because we really want to see Shaq Leonard get back to that point. But obviously right now, he's still trying to come into his own. He's healthy now, but he's still trying to get his feet back underneath him after not being able to play football for quite an extended period of time. So he's still trying to get his roots back. Clearly EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin are taking over this team. And Shaq has kind of taken a step back. He's actually the third linebacker if you look at it from all the numbers standpoint right now. So only for that reason would it be a dud because there just wasn't much of an impact from Shaq Leonard and you would like to see it. But otherwise... Shaq really didn't do a whole lot to massively hurt the Colts in that game. But that's going to do it for this video, guys. Let me know if I missed anyone. Who are your studs? Who are your duds from week two of the Indianapolis Colts season? But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.